You're on speakerphone here with Quinn. <laughs> Welcome back to the Hot Boys Podcast, folks. I am joined by my normal co-host, Corbin. You're not normal, you're abnormal, but you're the usual. But we also have an extra guest, very special guest today. We have Mr. Quinn, and that's spelled with a K-W, everyone, just so you know. It's a K-W-I-N. So, Welcome. Yay. Now, if you've never heard of him, there are reasons why. He's predominantly employed at NSA Black Sites. Um, <laughs> he does a lot of secret work. He's responsible for the assassinations of not two, but three very prominent figures in stuff. Yep. So, Damn if a prominent stuff. figure has been assassinated within the last five years... It could have been Quinn. With a K. With a K. <laughs> what, uh, what all do you want the world to know about you, Quinn, before we get into this? Oh, man. Uh, I wish my life was as exciting as you guys just drawed it out to be. <laughs> <laughs> yes. As said by every fucking spy. <laughs> Yeah, really good cover there. Very Yeah, what's just... your what's your fucking cover story of your actual identity? Uh CPA, man. The accounting <laughs> life. Hell Simple, yeah. quiet. Oh, weird. So you also know how to handle money and how to keep it off the books. Okay, yeah, you should pick a better cover, bro. That's pretty easily linked up to espionage. You know what this means, right? Is when Hot Boys LLC just comes in full to a full-on corporation, then we have our accountant picked out. We've already got him set up. Yeah, because he's happy to work in the little gray areas of life. (laughs) Yeah. He'll help us find all the loopholes to make Hot Boys the most successful. He has no comment. He's 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 pleading the fifth. He's <laughs> yeah, gotta got, got plead the fifth here. His handler's definitely on the other side of the ha- camera, just shaking his head. He's like, just <laughs> yes. don't even change the subject. Bring up he's, something else. He's got his lawyers there with him, and they're just completely silent. Just like, <laughs> um, no. In all honesty, well, we've we've known Quinn for for quite some time. Um, actually, Corbin longer. But I I was just gonna say I don't think. Quinn, I've seen you since high school, like maybe since 2012, 2013. Honestly, probably. Yeah, that's crazy. Corbin, were you going to say something a second ago? Sorry. Um, No, I was just, you know, it's a little bit later in the intro than we typically do it, but it was going to be a great segue into it. Quinn, you're living that CPA life. Since it's your favorite time of year, I'm assuming you need a shot. And you need something to take the fucking edge off during this crazy tax season. <laughs> so let's have a little cheers to the boys. Cheers to you, buddy. Cheers, boys. Oh. Woo. What are you drinking there, Quinn? Mm. Uh, whiskey. 
whiskey for nice. this guy. Can't can't Very do tequila nice. like you boys. What kind of <laughs> what kind of whiskey? Are you a bourbon boy, a scotch boy? <laughs> that was a uh, Jack, but we got some some hey, bourbon Jack's here on deck. I like to hear it. Uh, the only thing I had was this Pennsylvania Dutch eggnog that I forgot to drink at Christmas. So that's what I'm going to be sipping on. I like how you say it's the only thing you had, even though we were just in the kitchen looking at the whiskey, the tequila, the options. And then you were like, we have something special in the fridge. And that's that's what you went with. That's what you decided to go with. That's so good. And just straight out of the bottle, too. For yeah, those that's my bottle, can't, so. For those that can't see, he is just deep-throating that bottle and letting it just run right down his gullet. Mm, yeah, I'm getting eggnog on my mustache. I respect it. <laughs> oh, man. Bloody. We've come a long way since the seventh grade. The seventh grade. <laughs> a lot of things have changed. How have you been? What's What's going on in your world? Oh, man. Well, I mean, like Cody said, it's it's been almost a a cool ten years, if I had to guess. I mean, there was one hazy night. I think I ventured up to Fort Collins one time and saw you, but beyond that, I don't think I've seen you boys in a minute. No, you and I have connected on multiple occasions, though, over phone. We've had over just phone. random, like hour, hour and a half long phone calls just out of the blue, <laughs> which are always enjoyable. As you do. I know it is crazy to think about that. Like we had last year, we had Sophie on as well. And like, it was the same thing. Just like thinking back on the people that we were last time we probably saw each other is completely different than who we are now. But the joys of like social media and stuff, we get to keep up with each other. But I know for a fact, seventh grade Quinn, if he could meet me (laughs) today, would be such a smug little motherfucker <laughs> because you know for some reason Quinn and I were both very politically minded in the seventh grade um and you know Quinn won the coin flip on that one and just happened to be on the better side of things um you know I was in seventh grade watching a little bit of Glenn Beck here and there um <laughs> And so we'd argue a lot about it in a very friendly way, um, in a way that I think adults nowadays could probably learn from, mm. because we remained friends while being on opposite sides of the political spectrum. But I just can't do that anymore as an adult. I mean, I don't want to bring it up, but uh, it did get physical at one point. I oh. knew you were going to fucking bring this <laughs> in to the conversation, and I don't think it's fully fair because that didn't have to do just with politics that had to do with you being in front of me at that time when the idea came into my head i am not sure if that's a fair statement or not corbin <laughs> it, it D- seemed like what happened then tell yeah, us love, your side of the story i'd love to hear Quinn's side of this yeah no me you know me casually minding my own business innocent as always sitting in i want to say history class yep it was u.s history <clears throat> minding my own business and uh get this urge to turn around to what i thought was my friend and, to be uh, clear the urge came from me saying hey quinn <laughs> maybe that's what it was anyway 
whip around to um, catch an eye full of Corbin's finger in my eye because he flicked it. And it wasn't like a, a bat. It was like a bat. Oh, shit. Why, Corbin? I think it was. Why? It was intended for, you know, cheek, maybe forehead. But I'm not sure if you've ever seen Quinn's eyes. It's hard not to fixate on them. And I'm going to blame the human brain and its problem with target fixation. Mm. Motorcycle riders have this issue all the time. If you fixate on a target, you will go towards that target. And Quinn has these eyes of so much depth and expression that it's Mm -hmm. hard not to just tumble into them instantly. So, of course, once he turned around... He just he can lock you in with his gaze, and that's it's what true. happened. And it, the gravity of that gaze pulled my finger <laughs> up into his retina. You know, I gotta say, I I see what Corbin where Corbin's coming from. It's it's the longing gaze. They just really draw you in. If you've you know if you've never had the pleasure of being face to face with Quinn, you just wouldn't understand. But I mean the 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 violence though. I just imagine Quinn sitting there in class, like you said, minding your own business, mm-hmm. doing your thing. Mm-hmm. And then be like, hey, Corbin, I'd love to have a friendly discussion and turning around and then just being met with sheer violence. That's yeah, pretty rough. No, I, don't, I don't know that I had a chance to like fixate the gaze. It happened so fast in my memory. <laughs> it was like I wasn't even done turning and I had already been flicked. But see, it happened so fast I couldn't even see. So I didn't even know what happened. This is what you don't understand, <laughs> Quinn. When you look at somebody, their world slows down. Mm. So things might happen at full speed for you, but everybody who even catches a glimpse of your face, everything stops for a minute. Leaves hang suspended in the air. It's magic. When you put it that way, this is on me for sure. (laughs) (laughs) I I, I I never heard your side of this. So, you know, I just kind of all these years, you know, I think the problem was, is I did immediately start laughing after. <laughs> that's a that's a very Corbin response to that situation. I feel like now was there was there a significant injury? What was the aftermath? You get hit. What happens? Nothing. We laugh it off. It was great. Yeah, <laughs> a couple, couple tears, a couple tears. You know, from like the the eye just watering naturally, but uh, mostly confusion. I'd say. And yeah, we- and then we just. We kept going and we caused each other a lot of pain through the years, be it arm pinches or I don't know if you remember this, but it's burned into my memory. There used to be this booth that we'd sit at for lunch and there was a solid probably month at least that we thought we had to arm wrestle every day (laughs) with and we were, I'd say, kind of equally matched. Like you had a better bench press than me, but I think bicep wise, we're pretty evenly matched. So like it could swing either way and we would have an arm wrestle every day at lunch and we were so evenly matched but both so very stubborn <laughs> that i'm pretty sure like my muscles might have been peeling away from my bones <laughs> and sometimes like i if i'm lifting too heavy i will still feel this tingle that happens that i only felt for the first time there so I think there might be permanent damage to the biceps of both arms because 
as true arm wrestlers, once our right arms were tired, we would go lefty. I always Back. wondered what that giant group of kids were all chanting around a booth at lunchtime was, and that it just makes so much you act like now, there right? were a lot of people interested in hanging out with <laughs> Quinn and I at lunch. But there was a reason we were able to get one of those higher up booths because there weren't a lot of tables around them. <laughs> and we they were a lot great of for off. small little groups. Yeah. Yeah. We had, I had like, uh, like four friends, I want to say freshman year. So not, not too many people circling around watching this arm wrestle quality, not quantity, man. I like it. And I don't know if either of us ever beat, there was this, um, Russian foreign exchange student and I don't think Quinn or I ever beat Victor. Was that his name? Victor? I want to say, yeah. It wasn't yeah. from lack of trying. No, we tried our <laughs> hardest, but he didn't feel pain. So it was impossible <laughs> to defeat him. Yeah. You guys have some I... wild, wild high school lunch memories. I feel like I was just... You guys had organized fucking fighting pits. We had organized fighting pits and in the mornings, organized cheating pits. Where mm. Quinn was like me. Quinn got to school early. He liked to roam the halls. He liked time to hang out with friends. That's me. That's my equivalent of scrolling my phone for the first hour every morning when I wake up now. Is the same thing in school. I would get there early. We'd meet up at one of the, you know, a, a different booth. Not the same booth that we arm wrestled in. Because this was a booth of collaboration. <laughs> where we would both do all the homework that we didn't do the night before. <laughs> Were you, a, time, were you a good student, Quinn? Quinn was. He was a smart fucking kid. It was frustrating. I was a shithead freshman year. I feel like I remember you being so smart, though. Like, you can get away I, with being a shithead because you're smart. Well, I, true or not, I the GPA would not reflect freshman year. <laughs> sophomore yeah. year, though, you buckled down. Uh, No, sophomore year, I ran into Miss and... Uh, that did not go well for me. Oh, yeah. Let's uh, since we're dragging up things from the fucking past, Quinn. <laughs> let's, let's talk about something. Uh, all right. As Quinn said, you know, things didn't go well for him in AP European history. It was just two strong personalities button up against each other. Well, Quinn and I had very similar personalities to a degree in our stubbornness. So my personality also butted up against that same personality that Quinn did. Unfortunately, we had that class different periods. And one day, in an effort to rise above his friend, what was it that Miss saw in her classroom? You're going to have to help me out on this one. <laughs> Spitballs. Now, I deplore spitballs. I think they are disgusting. Anybody who shoots a spitball is trash. It's a nasty, nasty habit. But my boy, on discovering that they're spitballs, the teacher discovers that they're spitballs, and she mentions it. And Quinn decides to say, as a joke to somebody who didn't understand our sense of humor, it was probably Corbin. <laughs> to which she replied Corbin does sit there oh, it probably was shit. and
And I didn't know why she'd suddenly gone so very cold towards me and hated me the rest of the time that I was in that class. So thank you, Quid. That is absolutely amazing. I had completely <laughs> forgotten about this. Oh, I was just teleported back to a much simpler time. <laughs> uh, I was simpler, wasn't it? When let's... all we did was watch Tosh.0. Dude. You would try to convince me to play football again. Tosh, the Tosh bits. Just toshing it out there. Oh, just toshing <laughs> it out there. Just really I think we had up. the entirety of that show up to 2010 memorized. It was cataloged for sure. <laughs> You're like, I can't remember anything from my German class or AP Euro history class or whatever. But I do know what happened in season two, episode three of Tosh.0 when they did the web redemption. <laughs> oh, we can tell you. Let's see. Quinn and I both had a couple cardigans. Oh, we yeah. We definitely got into the VNet game because mm. of Tosh. Yeah. Um, what were some of his other fashion bits? Yeah, it just, it cycled. It was crazy. I don't, like, in hindsight, maybe not the greatest role model for us, but uh, at the <laughs> no, time. No, yeah, not At great. the time, fantastic. At the time, mm. peak comedy now peak doesn't comedy. age well. No, but, like, it did not. A lot of people like milk when it's fresh, right? There there was something about the like the Daniel Tosh fashion trend that would stick so heartily with our age group, I feel like. Like the cardigan game, dude, I was all in, man. And the Deep Vs, I was all in on that game too. It was Dude, like... the summer of Deep Vs was great. Oh, Bro <laughs> Tanks, I think he really Oh, that's yes, you're right. Threw into into yep. trend as well. Is amazing. It yeah, was amazing. He, he really had. He was kind of a a trendsetter when it came to uh, teenage boy fashion <laughs> for a while. God, there are there are days that I miss the deep V's and the cardigan. Sometimes, like you said, simpler times. Yeah, but then I still have one deep V that I used to wear, and I'll throw it on every now and again, and immediately go, nope. And I take it back <laughs> off. It doesn't. It doesn't get used in the rotation. But I keep holding on to it because it, I'm very attached to it. There's the emotional attachment. Yeah, I get that. That's fair. Um. Okay. We we gave Quinn an assignment before. Uh, multiple assignments, actually. Yeah. Technically, Ooh. multiple assignments. Actually, yeah. We'll we'll do uh before we jump into the prompt from our last episode. Uh. Quinn, we texted you. Do you, if you had any um, opinions or answers to questions that we've discussed, or stories that you want to share based on what we've talked about, and we kind of want to give you the open platform to. Yeah, we know share. you're such a loyal listener. Uh, honestly, I, I will either. heard so many pieces, yes. and I know for a fact there have been times that you've had an opinion on something and wanted and, to share it, and you have Here's literally like. Exactly. From the beginning of this podcast, I think you are probably one of the most consistent people that not only listen, but also like message us or like interact with with the posts and stuff like consistently. And so since the beginning, we're like attempts to hold us accountable for our terrible posting schedule. True. Oh, yeah. Quinn calls our asses out when we start (laughs) making it be like three, four weeks apart. Well, uh, I will say that I was uh, mid-response last episode with uh, a prompt when uh, 
you guys dropped the uh, we should have our next guest uh, be a a part of this said prompt, and I immediately had to <laughs> quickly backspace, backspace, backspace. <laughs> I was like, no. See, but you can't hide from us because I somehow managed to get spyware on your phone, so I could actually see you typing that as it was happening and i said we're inviting quinn onto the podcast yeah i was like damn poem that's not me that's not me dog <laughs> well it's gonna be although i uh i feel like i've dialed up something special for your boys that may or may not be extremely polarizing oh, i'm so excited for this it's yeah i almost i almost more want to address the poem before i get into some of the uh other qualms i've had oh so you want to attack the future before we go to the past i like that that is a right. forward thinking attitude my friend i love it i'm here for it, this it kind of comes full circle i just don't want to you know show all the cards as it was before <laughs> you know all right okay. all right i appreciate okay. it i'm yeah, here for so it so i'll i'll let you boys decide if you if you want me to go first or if you'd like to share your poems first as the as the host i feel like that's only you know fair i think I think we owe it to our guests to allow them to have the strong finish that can't yeah. possibly have a poetic rebuttal. So Cody and I will take heads on this. Yeah. This battle of the verse. <laughs> All right. All right. I'm going to go first because I feel like mine's going to be the weakest. And I am. I I dreaded that we assigned this to ourselves. I was like, what the fuck were we thinking? I've never. Cody, wrote... I think. I think you are giving yourself a hard time. I'm sure you're about to spin gold. This is an improvement on your Thanksgiving idea. I'll give you guys this. <laughs> you, did that you not was, like it? That was brutal, dude. That was brutal to watch. Imagine being on the other side of it. I don't want to. <laughs> it was the worst thing I've ever done. The fucking cranberry was absolutely disgusting. I never <laughs> want another bite of cranberry fucking jam or whatever it was again. Mm-mm. I will take poetry over eating a can of that shit any day, any day of the week. It was it was horrible. But now we know what to do with Quinn next time he's on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we ship him like his own little container and everything. I think we each have to pound our own box of Gogurt. A box? I, yeah, I'd be down for Gogurt. Oh, we'll have to cut out a lot. We'll that. film for like four and a half hours. But we'll cut it down to like a 30 minute video. That's a lot of Gogurt. Don't they come in like yep. 20 packs or 30 packs? I think there's like 12 packs. It's like 12 oh. Gogurts. My mom was buying Costco. You don't have to shop at Costco. Shit. Yeah. Jesus. You can get yours at the regular grocery store. <laughs> Doing the party pack with 50 of them in there. I was about ready to bust. All right, Cody, um, you're fucking stalling. Okay, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, here we go. It's got uh, three. Three sections to it. <clears throat> also, just it should be noted, I hate black cherry white claw. Okay. I take a the sip. The poem should have told us that, but that's okay. Oh, fuck, you're right. I'll cut that part out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Now I have to leave this in. God damn it. Um, I take a sip and grimace with pain. Black cherry white claw is not my domain. The flavors clash and don't agree. This beverage is just not for me. I don't understand the appeal. My taste buds just cannot be swayed or peeled. Perhaps it's the sweetness or the fizz, but for me, it's just not a hit. I'll stick with other drinks for now. Black Cherry White Claw, I'll have to disavow. 
to each their own, as they say, but for me, I'll pass on this one any day. There we go. Oh boy. Okay, I, I have a secret to uh, admit about this poem. It was written by Kennedy. It was not. <laughs> I was it was not. To say the same thing, Quinn. We're on the same page. On that. that would have been so. That would have been honestly probably better than this. Um, I don't know if you guys have heard of the AI generator Chat GPT. You use Chat GPT on you this? Son of a bitch! It's never tasted anything. But I thought it would be hilarious because I really couldn't come up with anything. I was like, I have. I'll have to admit to the boys, but I will put the prompt into Chat GPT and see what it comes up with. It fucking came up with a damn good poem Cody, for being AI. I, I feel like it's hilarious. You're so bad at trying to cheat that you immediately <laughs> outed yourself. Like, the I, final refrain had not continued refraining yet in my heart no. before you were like, I fucking cheated. I'm, I'm a dirty, dirty cheater. <laughs> and I appreciate that about you. The, the guilty conscience just runs way too deep. And I knew at 3.30 today, two hours before we started recording, when I hadn't written anything down, I was like, oh, my God, I have the best idea. I'm going to use AI to help me with this. Dude, I was done in my lunch break. I was done by like one thirty. <laughs> I fucking knew you would be. I'd be like, he probably wrote it in his goddamn sleep last night. The thing is, I think it's easier to write about love than hate. So... <laughs> All right, let's hear it, Corbin. You're fucking. This poem is titled King of the Box. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I'm the king of the box. Only the real can see. When my name gets brought up, haters mock and opine for free. But that's all they're worth. Their words are nothing to me. These cowards want me to fall. See me drop to my knees. Expect me to be sorry for reigning supreme. They want me to bow down to lime, grapefruit, fucking tangerine. <laughs> Fuck that shit. No. Fuck that noise. Wrap those lips around me. I'm the king of the box. White claw, black cherry, baby. <laughs> oh. oh my god. That was Man. amazing. Oh God, fucking incredible! You know what's embarrassing? My heart is fucking racing right now. I see why people do fucking slam poetry. You're like, I haven't felt this alive for so long. That was the first time I added actual vocal resonance to it. You know, it's just mostly mouthing out loud in my car because I can't talk in a quiet space to myself. So like, it was just I was mouthing it. So like, actually getting to read it. And see that the fucking meter kind of worked. I'm I'm happy with that, dude. I'm there content. was some there was some passion and conviction behind those words. Oh, that's how I felt typing it out. You know when you're typing some fire and your thumbs are just fucking. It's just this staccato rhythm on the screen. You're just like pop 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 pop. It's great. Wow, that was. I uh, almost was regret uh, letting you guys go first. Now that uh, I've heard. <laughs> What, what, what's going on here? He's like, shit. Quinn, All right. there's nothing to be worried about. All mm -hmm. art is accepted. This is a Poetry comes zone. in many different forms. That's right. And well, if you well, want, well. we can really edit you in front of us if you need us to. Like, we got you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
As much as I'd like to believe it, Cody's always like, I'll edit that out. I mean, he just lets it ride, dude. He just lets it ride. <laughs> That's what I worry about oh, with dude. this man. I don't listen to the podcast, so I don't know how much stuff I think is edited out and isn't. <laughs> it's my, it's one of my favorite running gags when we have a guest on. Is they're like, I, if I mess this up, can we edit it out? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll edit it out. It'll be fine. It'll be seamless. And then I always leave in like the most <laughs> awkward part because that's some of my favorites when I'm listening back to it. It's so good. Oh my god. So that's whatever cool. helps that's you just sleep mean. at night. If if you want me to tell you that I'll edit it out, great. Just know it's probably gonna. If it's funny yeah. enough to me when I'm editing this, it's gonna stay in. And no. he sometimes edits stoned. So <laughs> creative juices, baby. There it is. There it is. I'll say this. It just has eight simple uh, lines. Beautiful. So short and sweet for you. I love it. Yeah. So here we go. Here's my poem about black cherry white claw. Add some vodka to it. You'll be yelling yeehaw. Repercussions make you feel like you're on a seesaw. Call me a boomer like I'm your grandpa because I don't drink them. I don't understand the hoopla and don't even get me started on his cousin, LaCroix. <laughs> Try going to have the cops call on me for this outlaw. Quit while I'm ahead. I best withdraw. Oh, man. Oh, I don't know why you were worried about that. That was fucking oh. aces. Wow. You guys. I think we need to start like a hot boys poetry circle and just have you guys be the leads every time because that was just fucking oh my god the the Lacroix line is so good Lacroix is so fucking great oh, <laughs> ah, that's so good yeah and I mean, I'll also say well done because it means more coming from me because I understand what it was like having to write a poem in the time frame allotted. I'd be lying if I said I didn't, you know, think about using, you know, the AI. <laughs> it crossed my mind. I was like, it's going to be better. Work smarter, <laughs> not harder, boys. That's that's exactly it. I haven't, like, fucked around with fucking chat GPT. So how, like, robust is it? Like, could you, could I put my poem in and say, make me a better version of this poem? We should try it. I have no, I don't know. I, I mean, I just literally started trying today. The, the first prompt I've ever typed into chat GPT advanced AI software was write a poem from the negative aspect about black cherry white claw. And that's what I came up with. That's crazy. Can you make that's it crazy. analyze pictures and art and stuff? Like I'm trying to give chat GPT some some sentience and passion. <laughs> I think so. I think there's ways you can like there's that whole um. Uh, thing about the really creepy lady lobe that keeps dude, showing lobe? up in those Fuck fucking lobe. I hate lobe. <laughs> yeah, dude. Have you heard about this, Quinn? No. So they're calling it the first. Like, what is uh Sasquatch? What is he called? Like a not a mythical. A Bigfoot. Well, okay. What do you call that type <laughs> of thing, you asshole? Like a, a a mystic creature or something, right? Yeah, a mythical creature. Mythical. Yeah, yeah. And so, lobe, this like entity has been showing up in this like thread of AI uh, pictures as like this really haunting and creepy thing. And it like changes 
any sort of root of the picture that they load into it, if it has anything to do with her or tied to any of her like child pictures and stuff. And she just like keeps reappearing. Anyway, it was like one of the creepiest things I had read in a while because it's like there's no control over it or anything. I don't know. It was fucking scary. So Corbin wants to bring sentience to that. Great. No, I want to try to help it in the opposite direction. I want to, you know, give it, you know, have it analyze Banksy pictures so it starts setting things on fire. Nope. That's some <laughs> iRobot better than Loeb. <laughs> Anything's better than Loeb, man. Yeah, it's it's weirdly, I don't know how robust, but like um, Kennedy and I were messing around with it today and just putting in different prompts for like, slogans for a business or like stuff like that and like or you can ask it to like you know create i don't know it's so weird just the text alone is so like in depth and it's just the free version too like it's so it was crazy that's wild yeah uh i'll say i definitely like i'll go out of my way to wake alexa backs up like just to say thank you you know so that when our, <laughs> when, our when our ai overlords take over one day they'll be like this guy he's actually kind of cool we'll keep him around you know They're like you yeah, know what? i say thank you to siri for the same fucking reason mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> i get no. it i seriously get that i feel that deeply quinn how That's do you nice feel about me. ai in general like do you think that like in our lifetime we could see it be super good or super bad to like where everything gets great and or t- terribly evil. Yes, a hundred percent. I don't know which way it's going to fall, but uh, <laughs> like huge nerd, love tech, love like having the newest and latest and greatest. But uh, the more uh, we advance, the scarier it gets. Like the chat GP stuff is awesome and terrifying at the same time. Yeah. Like if that's if that's the path we're on good lord you know yeah it's pretty crazy there's some wild stuff out there i think um before i get too off track don't let us forget to carry back to your poem and then your uh opinions and stuff i don't want to forget about that um but the one of the craziest things i saw about like the chat ai stuff was this uh lady uploaded she since she was like 10 or 11 or something had journaled almost every day or at least every week for years and years and years of her life. And so she uploaded all of that data into something like chat and then had a conversation with the AI version of her younger self growing up. And so the AI was acting as her from the information it could gather from the journal entries, like the daily journal entries, and then was like, oh yeah, I'm you, but at this age, tell me about where you are now. So she would reply and be like, I'm doing this now. And like, here's where we are here. And then the AI was able to be like, oh, we've always wanted that or something. Like it was so, it's so weird. It's so crazy. Fuck that. No, I hate that. No, I hate that. (laughs) Immediately hate Um, that. Okay. So getting back to your beautiful poem, what, uh, what other thoughts has that led into? I mean, I can kind of tell from the poem where you're going with this, I think, but I'll let you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, referencing some uh, prior podcasts, one of the questions was favorite hard alcohol and favorite seltzer. Uh, for me, favorite hard, favorite hard alcohol 
whiskey, hands down. Not even close. Mm. Yeah, I agree. Do you have a favorite type of whiskey? Did we ask that already? I don't remember. I guess it depends. Uh, if you're mixing, I usually mix Jack. Mm. But like, it's if I'm classic. sipping, uh, the Breck bourbon, fire. Oh, I've See, never tried that. I can't do bourbons as much. I'm more of a Scotch man on my my mm. sipping whiskey side. Tastes like earth to me. I can't do it, man. <laughs> See, that's what I like. Bourbon for me is too like sweet, and I'm like, I want to. F- feel like i'm eating fucking dirt from scotland (laughs) (laughs) are you a fan of like um like smoky or like peaty whiskeys like lagavulin or anything no the peaty the peaty is what i can't do yeah i love peaty oh lagavulin is so fucking good i love kennedy and corbin love smoky whiskey or scotch like that and i just i can't i can't do it with mezcal either i can't do mezcal mezcal's a nightmare yeah. I love it. <laughs> I've uh have you had um like tin cup whiskey before? Tin cup, yeah. I just bought like my first bottle like two weekends ago or something, and it's it's really good. Um in Colorado there's a I believe is it called Stranahan's? Mm-hmm. I believe you can go buy their empty whiskey barrels from them. Which is kind of cool if you ever just wanted a barrel. <laughs> if people just want a random fucking barrel i wanted one to make as a base of a table okay that's not random then yeah or you can just have a barrel as a side table <laughs> true that's true would be cool all right so favorite favorite hard liquor is whiskey yeah like that yeah how do you feel about uh, black cherry white claw yep so seltzer that's just gonna be a pass for me pass it's hard pass hard pass I get it. Honestly, the only reason I will drink fucking La Croix now is because <laughs> during the pandemic and a little bit before I'd started drinking White Claws because it was awesome that I could drink them all day and pretty much felt hydrated by the end of the day and still mm. drunk. It was pretty cool. So it's a good feeling, but it I had to fucking muscle through the first like 50 <laughs> See, I was a I was a seltzer fan right off the bat. I mean, I've liked sparkling water for a while, so I feel like that helped with it. Like, I'm a big sparkling water fan. I will, I like I burn through Lacroix like crazy in our household. Um, See, I'll drink it, but I can also completely admit that it's absolute garbage. Like, it's not <laughs> me, good. I just I'll drink it. It might be a bad thing because sometimes I'm like, it's just non-alcoholic white claw. <laughs> It's just your O'Doul's. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. But that's fair. I okay. see. I mean, there's you're you're definitely not alone in the the fact that you don't like seltzers. Yeah. Are you a beer yeah. boy at all? But also you're wrong. No. So fuck you. No. Yeah. <laughs> a wine that's boy. Fair. Yeah. I thought I thought it was probably best not to attack the beer crowd in my uh, my poem. I thought about <laughs> instead of replacing uh, La Croix. I was going to put Stella Artois and uh, mm. I just felt like that was going to, you know, I was going to catch some hands and I just don't know if I was ready for that. <laughs> Honestly, I don't understand. Like people that like defend Stella, I don't get it. Like, did I used to drink it? Yes. But that's because in Fort Collins at the rec room, Monday nights was penny pitchers and Stella was the best of the options for penny pitchers. So will I drink Stella if it's a penny for an entire pitcher of it? Yes, I will. 
but in no other situation would I ever drink one. They're trash. I agree with you. Yeah, I just it's it's hard alcohol or it's wine for me. Otherwise, you know, give me give me um, water. I don't know. We're big wine people in this oh, house. Oh yeah, we we burn through some fucking wine in this house for sure. Do you are you a do red? You fuck with boxed wine? Oh yeah. Uh no no I I don't really. That was a, a slap the bag phase that um, was PTD, <laughs> PTSD no. associated. Here's the deal. I gotta tell you, man. I gotta tell you. There's hope. Just like charcuterie boards became popular and they're just lunchables. Same thing with box wine, and you can get some really good box wines now. Just don't look at Franzia, because Franzia is what you were slapping. I guarantee it. Yep, I see you nodding there. <laughs> Go get like Boda Box. Oh, get Boda. like the Boda Box cab, mm-hmm. and it's a really very decent cab. And the price to wine quality wine ratios off the charts. And it's four bottles that you can store in its little box. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Kirkland's also got a pretty dope boxed wine. It's a little cheaper and it doesn't taste quite as good as like the Boda Box cab. Um, <clears throat> but it's a it's a solid sell. It's like 12 or 15 bucks and it's so much wine. It's a and stupid amount of wine for that. Price. The best part is you can still, if you feel like it, play slap the bag. But with good wine. <laughs> <laughs> Which is just the fucking cherry on top. I love you know, Cody- slap the bag is the dumbest. Anyway, sorry, go ahead. No, I'm glad you brought up Kirkland. Uh, huge Costco guy. Yes. The the wine I drink most of the time is the uh, Kirkland brand Malbec they have. Is it good? I've never Seven tried bucks, it. Seven bucks, dude. Fire. Oh. Okay. We have to. We need to go get some because last time we were just in Costco the other day and I saw that and I was like, like I wonder if this is worth it for $7. Like that's so cheap. Yeah, we uh, do this really awesome thing where we just buy a whole case. So it's 12. <laughs> we just 12 bottles of wine, $84. We're out of there. Yes. Oh, it's fuck fantastic. Yeah. Hey, if you love Costco so much, you know, in the future when we fly you out here to be on the pod again, mm. we'll take you on a Costco tour. We'll take you to Kirkland. I was I drove through Kirkland today. Right. We can take you no to shit. the very first Costco yeah. ever. Wow, I've never been to Seattle, so I. You know what I had for lunch today? (laughs) Is it a chicken bake? Costco hot dog. Oh no, I wasn't feeling. I needed something a little lighter than the chicken bake because I've had a lot of them recently. What are we doing, boys? So what are we doing? The chicken bake. I'm sampling the full array. This (laughs) was a stay on my feet little quick nibble. You want to, Quinn? This will make you feel better. This will make up for me having a hot dog today. Last time I ate a chicken bake, I went in and I got two of them. And you're goddamn right, I ate both of them in my car. Obviously, I mean they're they're best when when served hot. Exactly. What what I'm, I'm annoyed about is that they sell them like you can buy the box of them in from the freezer section. They're not nearly as good. They're also like half the size of the ones that they serve at the food court, and that just fucking pisses me off. I'm like Kirkland, come on, give me the satisfaction. Quinn, what's your closest Costco to you? Well, uh, there's one like 10 minutes away, but they're literally building one like, I don't know, 500 yards from our house. Yes. Well, pro tip, you can get their pizza, a full pizza to go Mm -hmm. for 10 bucks. 10 bucks. 
it's dangerous. It's dangerous, boys. I'm gonna be broke real soon. <laughs> That's been our no, because it's only ten dollars. It's only ten bucks for a whole. It doesn't matter. Biggest pizza. Dude, the amount of times I've walked into Costco going, I need three items, and then left with four hundred dollars worth of shit that I've justified Dude. at the end. I'll I'll look through my receipt at the end of Costco, and I'll be like, yeah. No, I regret none of these purchases. And I look down at the bottom, it's like $474. And I'm like, I will never financially recover from this. Do what I do. My hack for when I just want to go in to grab something from the food section, I just walk in through the exit. So you don't have to walk by everything. Yeah, I don't have that discipline. a full pie. I don't have it either. Yeah, no. A Costco, this is on the list of of things I wanted to bring up. Costco is... uh, Man, just growing up, becoming like a grown up is younger me would punch me in the balls if <laughs> seventh seventh grade me would punch me right in the balls. Uh excited to go to Costco. I don't think I've yes. ever thought that I would be excited to go grocery shopping. <laughs> but going to Costco, I'll clear my schedule to to have a Costco date. You know what's worse? Think about this. Think about young us. Versus now, if somebody said, hey, they're opening up a GameStop next door to you, you'd be like, fucking why? <laughs> I buy all my games online. But a Costco getting opened up Dude. close to you, you're like, fuck yes. You're like gas savings every morning. Fucking it's unreal. chicken bakes on demand. Like Costco should not be <laughs> as fucking entertaining as it is. I feel that so deeply. Like. Yeah, little me would not stand for me to be this excited about being just going to Costco. So in the town we live in, they just put in a new Costco a couple months ago and it opened on our birthday. And so uh, I was like, (laughs) I was like, dude, we got to go check it out. We got it's a brand new. It's a first day. It's open. We have to go to the Costco. So that was part of what we did on the day on our birthday. They camped out. No, fuck you. No, we did not. It was like they were buying the new iPhone. <laughs> they set up a tent outside the entrance of Costco for a free chicken bake. Um, no, we went and I was so stoked. I was like, yeah, this is so sick. Like there's this is awesome. It might be the same exact fucking stuff that I see in the one that's 20 minutes away. But now it's only eight minutes away from our house. Dude, and that is awesome. You know, the most beautiful thing about our Costco, too. And the Costco probably doesn't think this is beautiful, but I do. It's rarely super busy. Yeah, it's like, crazy. I can pull up to a pump every time I go get gas, like just right up to a pump, usually a first row pump. So I don't have to drive in between anybody. It's I can amazing. fucking. Oh, I can run in. I was in and out of Costco to get a hot dog today. I'd say under four minutes. We'll be right back after these messages <sighs> Quinn's Wi-Fi dropped Corbin's cameras fucking up but we're here for it hope you guys are enjoying the episode take this moment to take a deep breath set some intentions for the rest of the episode and uh, enjoy yourself normally I'm the one that misses these things because I usually have to go pee or something, which I should probably do now, to be honest. So, okay. Enjoy the rest of the episode. Love you. Um, cool, cool. Well, 
you buy most your wine from Costco. Is yeah, that your most- favorite thing from Costco? Is the their liquor section because they do have some good liquors like their Irish cream slaps. It's very good. The Irish cream is good. But like, if Costco said we're only keeping one section of Costco, we're keeping like the middle clothing section. We're keeping the food section. We're keeping the electronic section, or we're keeping the booze section. I love walking around the electronic section. It is it's so good. it's enticing. They get you right when you walk in. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Those deals, you're not going to find those deals anywhere else. Why do you mm. I, why do you think I have an Oculus head headset? Because we walked yeah. in, I was like, babe, it's so on sale. We have to. You don't, <laughs> you don't need it, but you're losing money walking by it, Cody. I get it. Exactly. Oh. That's and why I don't let myself back. look at electronics. It's the yeah. worst, man. It's the dangerous. I did uh, get their standing question. desk. It's great. To answer your question, it's the food section. As it should be. The, uh, That's their bread the, and butter, just, if you will. Just the meat, dude. Just. That's unbelievable. I don't know how they get it so cheap. It's incredible. I need to start going to Costco. The thing is, we don't have a lot of freezer space shared between the three of us. Um, True. Do the in the meat section? Do they have it where like you can just buy like one night's worth of meat, or do you have to buy it in the same bulk sizes <laughs> that you have to get everything else in? Yeah, it's bulk or mega bulk. You can ask for uh, extra <laughs> oversized stuff. Yeah, yeah, those are your options. So I can't go in I'll and get this. a steak. <laughs> no, not unless you're doing a five finger discount. Just <laughs> ripping it out, fucking raw dog at a steak in my pocket on the way out of Costco. <laughs> it's got this little like gross, like little wet stain on your pocket. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna slide no, they, some salmon in my boot. They uh they sell deep freezes, guys. You just you buy yourself a deep freeze, pop that bad boy in the garage, load up. You know what? You've got a point, and that's on me for not trying to problem solve. Listen, buddy, they sell all the solutions to all your problems, which is what makes right them there. the goat. They're so good. And like so good. here's the thing. Here's one thing that I hate. You know, I know people have talked before on many different types of podcasts and different platforms about having a rough childhood but let me tell you i had to grow up a sam's club kid (laughs) do you know what that was like when i went to my first costco as an adult oh my god people go there's lanes in costco people obey traffic laws it's beautiful (laughs) what is it i think it's um in an episode of like modern family there's that clip where he goes to costco for the first time and uh the red-haired guy and he's like oh my god they have diapers here and he's like and they have caskets he's like you have everything you can need from birth to death right here in one store like wow that's uh that's insane do they have caskets at costco i don't think so i I wouldn't i wouldn't put it past them dude but exactly (laughs) It says Kirkland all along. <laughs> Dude, fucking... I'm not one for doing free advertising, but you can bury me in a fucking Kirkland casket. <laughs> if me it too. gets us some sort of Kirkland benefit. Oh, yeah, of course. I only do things for yeah. the bennies. Okay, that's fair. I'll keep that in mind. All right, what other uh, what other things did you want to bring up, Quinn? Let's hear them. Yeah, but, uh, the toilet paper. Oh yeah, which way? 
Yeah, yeah. So I didn't really have a strong opinion, but my wife, Christina, uh-huh. is a strong opinion on it. So she is very much of the uh, the front facing, and I, I definitely Hanging over the top. Oh yeah, yeah. So I I can never remember. So I just kind of just haphazardly throw it on there a lot of the times. <laughs> and uh, when I when I do it wrong, you know. I'll hear about it. So I had to figure out a way, a way to figure out how to correctly do this. <laughs> Mullets and beards, guys. Oh. Yeah. 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 That's it. Yeah. Mullets, not cool. Not in. We don't do that. Beards. That's that's it. We're about beards. Okay. So, but what you're saying is if somebody does hang the toilet paper from the back, that's a party house. I'm not gonna judge them. It doesn't bother me. I get it. Like they party is what we're learning. Like beard people with beards can go to parties, but people with mullets party. Are the party. <laughs> not necessarily. They're oftentimes very not tasteful individuals that people want to be around. True. But they still party. That's fair. But you could also I, run into a person like me that just doesn't know the difference. You know, uncultured swine, <laughs> as it were. But just kind of fifty fifty. No, I would say I would say you're you're just um like lackadaisical about it. Like it doesn't affect you one way or the other, right? I'm Into I'm kind me. of the same way. Like I notice it, but it doesn't bother me necessarily. Like, I'm I'll past... take note of it and be like, oh interesting, but I'm just like eh. I'm past the point where I'll throw a fit about it because I've been on both sides of the war. Like at one point I was fully all about having it in mullet style because Mm -hmm. I found it really nice when you've got a toilet paper roll Mm -hmm. that is connected to the wall, an immovable Mm -hmm. surface. It's really nice because you can continue scrolling on your phone and you just one handed grab toilet paper and then you can prop your wrist against the toilet paper roll to stop its momentum and roll your fist mm. to rip the toilet paper. So it's all a single hand operation. You can keep saving memes to your phone without stopping. Like <laughs> your meme rate is still through the roof. All However, for the efficiency. we now have, which I, I have to admit, I hate it. It's a toilet paper stand mm-hmm. and it's tippy. Mm-hmm. It's, it doesn't have a solid heavy base on it. So it tips around so having it over the top is easier because I have to travel a shorter distance to reach my toilet paper because that one's always going to be a two-hander because you have to stabilize the whole thing to be able to rip the toilet paper. Okay. With, the, with the toilet paper stands, though, it's important, I think, that the stand itself is pointed away from you and then the roll is on it because if the stand is pointed towards you, as you pull toilet paper off, the roll is happens to you know have a more likely if, chance to fall off. If I'm being honest, I don't care what direction the stand is facing because most of the time I'm just taking the roll right off the stand. Oh, you go off the stand. Yeah, because it doesn't have like the standard spring loaded holder, right? You just I could throw like a football and get the toilet paper roll back on the stand. So don't tell me you also you better not fucking tell me you stand up to wipe too, you fucking crazy person. No, I don't deserve to be in prison. Like, I would never do something like that. I'm not trying to fucking <laughs> okay. 
squish Just some checking. Reese's cups between my cheeks. That's <laughs> awful. How do you how do you wipe, Quinn? Are you a leaner or are you an in betweener? No, no, not definitely, certainly not through the wicket, as as it were. Yeah. Yeah. That is some psycho level stuff that I just I can't get I behind. It's most accessible, so that's... no, what? It makes no sense. It makes no <laughs> sense, Corbin. It just seems like the only time that would be a viable option is dire straits. I, I heard your <laughs> argument about the the airplane, you know, mm-hmm. condensed space. I could see it. Sometimes adjustments have to be made. But every time I shit it's dire straits, Quinn. <laughs> <laughs> I have a terrible diet. <laughs> oh goodness. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a leaner through and through, no matter what. Yeah. 100%. Now, Quinn, are you really going to try to tell me that you don't have a single fucking short list for fuckable Monsters, Inc. characters? Uh, a short list for Monsters, Inc.? I mean... That you want to... Solely. 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 Yeah. 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 The best, fair. obviously. I mean, we'll just get that one out of the way immediately. Yeah, that's an easy yeah, one. He's that's on a... everyone's list except people who hate themselves. Yeah. Um, <laughs> for me... Uh, you know, Mike. Also, interesting. Yeah. Interesting. You can throw him around a little bit. Uh-huh. A little, yeah, He's, yeah. But uh, I don't know. I I I hear the Randall thing. I hear it. I hear it. <laughs> I get it's, it. I admit it's relatively cruel to Randall, right? Uh, because I'm saying turn into somebody else. Like, yeah. It's like that Black Mirror episode where they were both you know fucking each other but they were watching past relationships in their in their contact lenses it's like that but i'm forcing sullivan to know that that's happening and saying who i'm preferring it is i'm screening it for sullivan as well which i think is or not sullivan uh what's his name randall randall yeah i'm like forcing randall to know like that i'm saying randall you are unappealing but that camo is sick. The abominable snowman, though. I mean, oh, he does seem like such a sweet friend. He does. He's so sweet. He makes yellow mm. snow for them and everything. Yeah, very thoughtful. Very thoughtful. Hmm, that's a that's a good option that we did not consider first time. Yeah, around. abominable snowman. You know, we're probably gonna be my dark horse. Considering the um What's the that? emergency squad that comes in for like the sock. Oh, the yellow, the yellow people. Yeah. yeah, if under yeah. their protective equipment, maybe they're hot as fuck too. You know, I'm glad you brought up 2319. Uh, as far as like useless information that my brain stores away, <laughs> uh, 2319 <laughs> correlates to W and S. It's a white sock. No, like a 2319. Oh. What? Oh my god! Yeah. Yeah, twenty three nineteen. We got a we got a WS. We got a white sock. Oh my god, that's crazy. Yeah, so that's actually incredible. When you guys are when you're talking about useless information, you're not alone. It's out here. It's stored away. You tell me your oh. name though, and I've never met you before. That's out the window. I've got some useless information for you then. Mm. Um, do you remember? Are you're a Star Wars guy, right? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Over Star Trek for sure. Yeah, so um, Finn from the new, you know, sequel series. Mm-hmm. He, we'll put an asterisk next to it. Yeah, his uh, his name, his stormtrooper name was, what was it? Um, FN two one eight seven, I believe. And that also correlates directly to like it's a Easter egg, because that was the cell number of the cell that Princess Leia was kept in on Darth Vader's ship. What? Yeah. What the hell? That's some wild stuff, dude. Yeah. It's the little details. Yeah, it's that dumb stuff. And I'm like, why'd you pay attention to that detail? But you fucking wrecked the rest of the the three new movies. (laughs) That's like in, uh, in Willy Wonka, someone pointed out that when they walk into that room with like the chocolate river, he's like, yeah, everything in here is edible. And he's like, eatable. Eatable. And he's like, even you and I are eatable. (laughs) But it's frowned upon in most societies. (laughs) I'm like, that's the that's the level of detail I'm trying to get at. Uh, It's great. I love that Charlie and the Chocolate Factory movie. I'm gonna say you know what? People can fucking drag me through the streets. They can shame walk me like Cersei through the streets of King's Landing. I don't (laughs) care. I think that the new Charlie and the Chocolate Factory is better than Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Oh, definitely. I would wholeheartedly agree with that. It's a quality movie. Like, I will say the scene with the bubble juice that makes them fly and they have to burp to get out will always be hilarious and just epic cinema. But I think the fact that it's lacking in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory is okay. The part that I thought was fucking weird about the original is like when they're uh, in the boat thing and they're going through the tunnel with all the colors and shit. And it's really. Oh, yeah, that shit got wild. It got dark. There's a yeah, like a goose or duck or something gets its head cut off. Like in the background images, there's like a person that just is like butchering a duck or something. And it's like, yeah, Gene Wilder went to a dark place for that one. It was great. Literally, Crazy shit, man. Again, level of detail. Why do I remember that? I don't know. It's just there. Yeah, I can't but like a lot of important stuff, but I do remember that. But yeah, like what did I talk about on Monday in my team meeting for you know, action items for the week? Couldn't tell you. I'm going to have to check the one note. <laughs> we had a, a someone recently be like one of our friends that listens to the podcast be like Oh my gosh, when you guys were talking about this, it, and it was like he was referencing like three episodes ago or something. I would love to remember what you're talking about, but I think I just black out the memory Dude, of this after I'm done editing. I cannot and ever remember like, what we talk about. Like sometimes people will bring it up to me and I'm like, I said that? I'm like, oh, interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's inevitable. You do taxes from time to time, right? Like you... You help people out with their taxes. Do you have any dumb stories from a CPA's perspective? Like, what's the dumbest shit? Or what's your, like, what's the most regular, either the dumbest thing you've ever seen or the most, like, regularly stupid thing that happens to you on almost, like, a daily basis or a weekly basis or whatever? Yeah. Well, I'll start with this. Luckily, I'm out of the tax game. Nice. So good. Yeah. I had to get rid of it. No more busy season for me. So that, uh, that's done, but when I was doing, yeah. Oh God, 
Um, <laughs> not necessarily like what you said, but the thing that was like probably the most frustrating was seeing people that make like unruly amounts of money, like mm. so much money that they're like, I have too much money. I don't know what to do with this money. I've invested money and I still have money kind of money. Mm-hmm. A level of wealth that I just, I don't think I'll ever comprehend like millionaires. Sure. That makes sense. But like when you start making like hundreds of millions and billions of dollars, it's like so far out there. Almost a nuisance. Yeah. Like, yeah. We have to figure out how to use your wealth and it's by impacting policy of poor people. Yeah, dude, it's wild. But the thing that's frustrating is they'll like do all their stuff, make, you know, huge contributions for charities and stuff and think that they're just going to walk away, scot free, no taxes. Right. And you'll be like, Oh, like we ran all the numbers. Like you made $5 million on just your W2 this year. You know, you had, $1.5 million withheld as a result. And like you made all these, whatever bottom line, you're still going to owe, you know, half million dollars. And they're like, are you, are you serious? Like I owe a half million dollars. And you're like, bro, you made so much money this year. Yeah, You're worried. Hold on. Let's let's back up. You have rental properties. You have brokerage accounts. You have (laughs) flow throughs. You own like, 12 corporations like you have this you have your w2 you have a trust fund and you're worried you're you're mad at me for your decisions for the year for telling you that you owe half million dollars get out of here dude get out of here the fact that at that level of wealth that half million dollars that they owe in taxes is less of a stress on their life than the monthly rent that they charge each yep. of their tenants every time like it's they nothing. are basically probably like at least cutting in half to like Dude. draining the accounts of all of their tenants whenever they pay rent and they're having to do that on a monthly basis and they're worried about five hundred thousand dollars that in two months they won't even remember is gone Dude, it's absolutely wild although the flip side is when you're like hey same person hey you owe half million dollars they go is it okay if i write you a check for that <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> like physically ill, you know, on the other side wow. of that. Just like, yeah, you're like one day making a cashier's check out to cash. <laughs> yeah. We'll see if that yeah. makes it to the fucking IRS. <laughs> one day I'd love to be like, is it cool if I just write you a check that you can just, you know, go cash at your leisure uh, for, you know, a million dollars? Yeah. Yeah. Whereas like I would Fuck. never even write somebody a check anymore because I'm like, I need that. I need this interaction to show up on my bank account immediately. I don't have time for you to fucking dilly dally around eventually making it to the bank. So you don't get paper checks from me. I will Venmo you. Dude, that is, that's crazy. And like, he's like, Oh, it's fine. I actually made this amount of money in this conversation we're having. So here you go. You know, what's the most annoying about it? If I were to ever receive a check for $500,000, I would expect it to be a six foot tall fucking check. <laughs> it better be <laughs> yeah. that fucking lottery check. Giant. And the thing is, yeah. I know they're just writing it on a fucking check with a picture of their family as the background. <laughs> it was honestly depressing, dude. Just doing taxes all day and just like seeing people that had more in withholdings than I make like annually or like in five years. Like, oh my God. 
So what kind of uh, accounting are you doing presently, if you can say, if it's not, you know, for the fucking like NSA and stuff and like it's not (laughs) some sketchy like background stuff that I need clearance for. He's like actually working for the mafia. (laughs) Accounting. Right. He uh, says he's an he says he's an accountant. He actually has had like one of the most successful only fans in the past like two years. But there's a calculator on screen, so he can say it. <laughs> <laughs> he just types out he's... boobs over and over again on the calculator. <laughs> but for some reason, it slays month to month. It's actually a new version of uh, tax help where he does it through OnlyFans, but he's nude while he's helping you with your taxes. So it's like this new kink thing with people. It's great. Honestly, that's actually a genius fucking move. It's true. I can see there it. Go. It'd probably there get more go, rich Quinn. people to actually file their taxes and not dodge around it. <laughs> Honestly. No, but uh, just corporate accounting, just normal month-end stuff, super boring just book like monthly entries and do a bunch of reconciliations. I whip around in Excel, like learning new formulas and like hotkeys. That's what, that's what my life consists of. Oh yeah. I know accountants, I know among accountants, it's like a kind of a point of pride to never have to touch your mouse. Mm. To kind of just be flying around on the keyboard. (laughs) Mm -mm. Or at least Excel wizards, maybe not just accountants, but Excel wizards in general. Definitely not a wizard. Definitely. Anytime I get cocky, anytime I'm like, I've got Excel figured out, I'll, I'll run into someone. It's usually like pretty right quick after I'm getting a little cocky. I'll run into someone that is a wizard, you know? Dude, Excel's so weird. Like, I know the very tiniest basics of it, but. Um, yeah, I bet the efficiency that you work in Excel is better than 90% of the normal population that uses Excel just because you probably use it so regularly that you're just like flying through that stuff. You excel I, in it. <laughs> yeah, yes. Oh my God. Oh, oh my goodness. Excel puns. <laughs> Fuck. No, but like anytime I do get cocky, I realize that there's a lot like people make macros people like I'll be doing something and someone who's really good is like, you know, you can just do this. And I'll be like, I spend (laughs) three hours every like day or every month doing this. And you're telling me this whole time I could have just been like all AFP like enter. And like, it would have just been done. And they're like, yeah, yeah. You've been doing it the hard way. And I'm like, no, that's fine. I've only been doing this for two years. So I've only wasted like, I don't know, 14 days of my life doing this. So, you're like, this is why you. I'm a drinker, actually. You're like, yeah, this you're is like, why I like whiskey now. <laughs> um, but does seeing like the financials of a, a full company get you frustrated when you look at like the pay that people get? Like the pay to profit ratio. Is it frustrating to see? Yeah, especially like one of my tasks is payroll. So it's like mm-hmm. I get to see a lot of there's not names associated, but like you can, you can guess. see you can see that, you know, you know, who's at the top and like kind of what's going on. But you like, yeah, there's a comma uh, there that's weird to see on payroll. <laughs> yeah, you're like, that's interesting. Someone got a sign on bonus for six figures. That's incredible. Whoa. You know what mine was? My sign-on bonus for my new job, which included moving across the country, was 
two thousand dollars. <laughs> they also sent you more branded sunglasses than I've ever seen one human need, even for marketing purposes. Dude, if I ever kill myself, it's gonna be in those fucking sunglasses, so they know why. <laughs> fucking for real. We have like three boxes of them here. How long have you been doing the CPA stuff for, Quinn? Oh God, is is too long a fair answer? <laughs> that's a perfect. That's how that's I feel about answer. working in general. So yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's uh, our our hope is that this just turns into our primary income someday, and we can just do this with friends and just hang out and talk with them and get paid for it. Yeah. No, I've been probably like sixty five. My most of my life, like from the age I was 13, I was 65. So I've been retired mentally for a good 10 years now. So Dude, the fact that I have 40 more years to go. Dude, see, you and I have so many things that are similar. Because I remember in eighth grade, I remember it was like seventh or eighth grade being driven to middle school and just being like, I can't fucking wait to be retired. Like that's too early to start having that thought. And to have it in your mind, because like I would try it from time to time. I just look at my mom and be like, hey, can I not go to school today? And it never worked. But I was just hoping maybe you just catch her in the right mood. And she's like, yeah, fuck it. Why not? I don't really feel like driving you and be like, cool. But like, and I do it with work all the time now. Like, (laughs) I'm just like, I'm not going in today. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. My work from home days are just random. Do you work from home or do you go into an office, Quinn? Um, it's primarily from home, which is great because I can't imagine going back to work. I go in maybe once a month and that's one time too many. If I had to say, (laughs) dude, when I started working from home, it was a game changer. Oh yeah. It's great. I feel like Like, that's where our love for wine really kicked in is during the quarantine. mm. We, and I'm sure we've talked about this before on the podcast, but Kennedy and I were finishing like a bottle a night each. And just thinking that that was totally normal. And because it was like we had nowhere to be the next day. We we're just, you know, waking up, working from home, no commute, nothing. It was it was ridiculous. It's did us dirty. Corbin, do you remember when Colorado announced that they were going to get rid of non-essential businesses and people raided, not raided, came in swarms to the uh, liquor stores and the weed dispensaries? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my god i was living downtown at the time they literally sent swat out because at like six o'clock like these businesses had to be shut down because they like announced Shit. it and there was people like wrapped around for blocks See, and it might have been mesh. denver that got it a bit dirtier because well i guess because i had been not smoking weed anymore but we had so much booze so our liquor stores didn't shut down. Our fucking dispensaries didn't. But yeah, so that might have been uh, because you y'all are in the DIA area, yeah, and in, in that Denver. We, we're we're by DIA now, but we were downtown. We were like over by Owen. We lived in the same complex Owen did. Oh yeah, that's right. I ran into you there. That was the last oh, time no we saw way. each other. You have any uh, a final final thoughts to to share with? with the world quinn yeah i mean for me it's uh it's fries over tots boys yes my fucking man yeah, yeah. Yes. which which i think we we both i mean all three of us all kind of ultimately just decided you know yeah, yeah. i'm a convert i'm a convert yeah. 
You're a convert. We, we'll accept you back over on the correct side. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Uh, I think tots are flashy, right? Like, yeah. at first yeah, yeah. sight, it seems like they're going to be the clear winner. Like, everybody knows the shatter of a good tot in their mouth. But at the end mm. of the day, fries eke it out. Like, it's a close battle. Yeah. Fries win. But the variability alone just sells it for me, honestly. It is. It's too much. It's too much variability. Yeah. You know, exactly. a perfect pot is not superior to a perfect fry. Mm-hmm. And that's just it. Damn. Preach. That's just it. And Preach. fries have so many different forms that can be perfected. Tots have, what, two? Maybe two. three yeah, if two. you count, like, a handheld hash brown like McDonald's. Maybe three. Yeah. But fries, you got shoestring, you got steak, you got wedges, you got curly, you got fucking crinkle oh, cut, there's... you got standard, you got beer battered, you got so many types, and they can all be perfected to beat out. So good. So good. So good. The part where I feel like I'm going to lose you guys is uh, just mm, can't get on the gravy train, boys. God damn it. White country gravy or all <laughs> yep. gravies? All gravy. Blanket statement. Really? No gravy. Yeah. You're a non-gravy no. boy. Can't gravy What do you boy. put on your chicken fried steak? I don't eat chicken fried steak. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, that one's a simple fucking answer. Yeah, that's straightforward. Have you had poutine? Um, It's a form of fry. Like, as yeah. a fry lover, I feel like you have to at least try it one time. Probably once or twice. Um... I don't seek it out, I guess. Mm. But I feel like, yes, I've probably ran into it. I've been more adventurous with, with the eating. I used to only have like seven things I would eat, like peanut butter, bacon, bread, <laughs> cheeses, a chicken. Like I wouldn't even eat like eggs or hamburgers. Like I was a weird kid growing up. <laughs> I never knew that about you. I Dude, pickiest I never... eater of all time. Wow. Yeah. What would you say is the most adventurous thing you eat now? That you've liked now? as well. Yeah, that, yeah that the most liked. adventurous and then like your favorite thing that you're upset that you didn't eat for your whole life. Yeah, so pretty upset I didn't like hamburgers or cheeseburgers growing up. That was a, <laughs> that was a miss on my side. Instantly That's a lot of great years salmon. to not be eating cheeseburgers. Salmon, also on the list of regrets. Oh, yes. Big salmon guy. A good salmon is... Uh, yeah, it's tough to beat. I'll still take a steak, but salmon, wow. Uh, as most adventurous, when we were on our honeymoon, uh, we did a seafood boil. And there oh, was nice. a, an assortment of seafood, and I tried octopus and... Some, some other kind of fish that's probably as, as crazy as i get i'm not a big seafood guy i couldn't do it growing nice. up how was the how was the octopus experience for you uh not not great yep yeah octopus <laughs> like, isn't, it's not my favorite it's it's very strange and i feel sad because octopuses are so smart so and, and every time yeah. i've had it i start thinking about that and i'm like uh maybe not yeah do you like something um, weird going on there do you like calamari nope never tried it can't get it's a texture thing can't do it you don't know if you've never tried it though i recommend it it's like just go into it like it's nuggets that are gonna taste a little fishy 
No, you know how some things you just know, you know, you just look at it and you're like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, hard, uh, hard I know that exactly. Guac was like that. And then I fucking ate it. And guess what? I can't live without it. No, there's certain things that you just know. That's definitely <laughs> one of them. <laughs> what's eat, on your do you list? Eat eggs now. Yeah. Yeah. What's on your like, do not touch list or no. What's on your list that you still want to try to. Oh, yeah. Want yeah, to good. try. I'm guessing oysters definitely. isn't on there either. Nope, that's a texture thing. That's a that's a hard pass, dude. I, I don't love me some oysters. That's like burgers. Get all horned up. Oh man. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> he just yeah. starts gagging on just thinking all about right, it. Go back to the happy place. What are the good things you want to try? Yeah, uh, want to get into margaritas more. Want to get yes. into yes. Uh, more fish. Mm. Want to get into more. I guess just exotic dishes. I was telling mm-hmm. Christina, uh, I want this 2023 to be a, uh, not a no year, like a yes year, you know, where it's just mm-hmm. like, you know what? This makes me uncomfortable, but fuck it. You know? Oh like yeah. I'm right. here for it, man. Fuck I've got yeah. some suggestions for you then. Ooh, margaritas. Right. It's, this is the margarita that has ruined all other margaritas for me. But if you haven't gone to, the Rio in Fort mm-hmm. Collins. There's one in Denver as well. They're the There's best margaritas around. Did you? So you're Ma- familiar with their margaritas? Oh, oh, a manberry is great, but I am a hardcore rock salt boy. Like just rocks with salt. And it's so fucking good. Mm-hmm. It's spicy as attest. hell. And it's not because they put like pepper in it or anything. It's just a lot of tequila. <laughs> see and that was the problem i everyone was like they got the best margaritas and there's one in boulder and they would do like like a margarita night on like thursdays or whatever we used to go and you know i'd try all of them and i just couldn't it was too tequila like i just uh, i told you at the beginning i was like it, i can't do tequila it reinvigorated <laughs> my love of tequila so try it again now that you've been you know Dabbling. drinking bourbon straight i think your palate may have changed for <laughs> something you'll notice the lime more still um so heavily recommend it um and i will let you know college night doesn't exist anymore so thursdays are paying full price still that's okay i got a i got a couple more bucks these days (laughs) for all the things you want to get into i mean honestly it sounds like you just are gonna have to come out to washington because there's margaritas here Fresh there's seafood. More, there's fresh seafood here. Um, anything, you know, more exotic meals. Like we can, we, we went to a, a Moroccan meal the other night. Like ever so often, I'll like bring up this podcast and Christina's always like, man, we would be such good friends with Cody and Kennedy. Like I wish they lived <laughs> closer. Like we would hang out. They were just like so easy and like, wow, fuck me, I guess, you know, cool. <laughs> Well, you hadn't moved out there the last time I had brought this up, all right? Uh, no, I totally agree. Anytime I've seen you guys post anything, I was like, you're definitely uh, two of those people that were just like, oh, we wish we lived closer. Like, we wish we could spend so much time with these guys. Cause, well, guess yeah, what? We got to make it work. Businesses make money that needs accounting out here as well. Damn right. You know what's great? Mm-hmm. phone calls we got cell service out here we got landlines out here Do we you? have everything set up 
for a Quinn and Christina move to Washington so Corbin can have friends <laughs> close by because <laughs> it's hard to make friends in this state type of situation here. Uh, from what I remember and understand, you're a little nerdy and you also like to DM some, which. Yes, sir. He does. May or totally may not does. also be a big selling point for uh, the both of us. We've actually uh, persuaded Christina to join us in our endeavors. One, number one, one of the best things I've heard. Number two, mm-hmm. I promise you. Mm hmm word you know fucking my hand is Mm. placed just heavily on a whole pile of encyclopedias because i'm not going to do it on a bible hand on encyclopedias on the knowledge of all humanity i will dm for us if y'all move out to washington so (laughs) i'm just throwing that in the in the stack we'll wait for the river but I think what we need to do is have you guys come visit and we do like a night where we do like a one shot. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. No, I, uh, one of our, one of our very few and far conversations that we had was a phone call where I was actually asking Corbin for help. Uh, because I am not creative. Uh, I do not do writing. I do not do storytelling. Big hack and slash guy can't, uh, come up with anything imaginative at all. It's black and white. It's numbers. You know, that's why accounting is good for me. Storytelling, man, storytelling does not work for me. So having someone who is a dedicated DM, I'll put the house on the market tomorrow. Are you kidding me? (laughs) I love that that's the selling point. That's amazing. Easiest selling point of all time. You you said you're not good at storytelling or writing, but that poem was pretty fucking bomb, yeah. man. I mean, that was that was top notch. Listen, you you guys are saying all the right things right now. Rather not, it's true. <laughs> remains to be seen. But uh, yeah, I just I never never liked it, and uh, I'll tell you what the ACT scores would reflect what I'm saying. So. <laughs> Yeah, yeah oh, but I know oh, for man. a fact you got a fucking like 32 in science. No, no, I wish it would it would have carried my pitiful English score. Maybe. <laughs> but yeah, it was bad, dude. It was not good. Well, it well, sounds like we've got some some good plans for the future. Yeah. With you guys at least coming out here. Y'all are welcome out here at any point. Definitely. So. We've been talking about trying to take some some vacations and stuff, and I would 100% be down to go. And it, like, who better than to have a show around than you guys, right? Dude. And you don't have to if y'all want your own space for the time you're here. That's understandable. But if you were like, oh, airfare is kind of expensive. We don't want an Airbnb. We got a guest room. This is literally the guest room, actually, that I'm recording in so this could be your place of stay right it's here. perfect it's it beautiful. recently got a door too so there's it's full yeah. privacy when you close this <laughs> there's actually a door on it there's decorations there's lamps Let's a little go. candle man look at that it's great yeah you guys welcome anytime seriously um we can keep chatting after but we can we can try and at least wrap up the recording and yeah, Cody, you're going to have to do a lot of editing to get this down to an hour, so have fun. Yeah. I'll play, I mean, I think some of the guest ones we've done like an hour and a half or so, like hour 20, so I think I should be fine. But 
No, thank you so much, Quinn, for being on. Yes, this has been thank awesome you for hanging out with us. It was amazing. It was a pleasure. Dude, thanks for being a hot boy all the time, too, man. You're yes. up to some hot boy shit always. All the time. So. All the time. You guys aren't off the hook. I'm going to keep pestering you. You should. <laughs> Honestly, when we say, like, when we realize that we didn't have an episode to release on time, every time you pop into my head, I'm just like, damn it. I can't mm-hmm. believe I'm doing this to Quinn, of all people, who I've been awful at keeping up with since graduating, and I'm not given him the one thing that i promised on a bi-weekly basis <laughs> <laughs> that we've never once fulfilled that promise ever again after after saying it but i like this format a lot more because i like being able to talk with you so there it is it's beautiful it's perfect <laughs> we already decided Wait. i'll take care of the accounting <laughs> yeah, Fuck yes it's gonna be very <laughs> necessary for all those ad deals we're gonna get for our millions of listeners. <laughs> yes, yeah, for our millions, millions of, listeners. of listeners. There's mm-hmm. two commas in our listenership. Which is crazy. Also, thank you to the listeners who've hung out with us for this long. We appreciate you. Yes, thank you guys for listening. And Quinn, thanks again, buddy. We'll we'll definitely have you back on soon for sure. Anytime. All right. All right. Peace. Peace. Peace.